Welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a bunch of geographically diverse chums come together, have a drink, and work together to solve a homemade escape room. I'm Ben Levy Griffiths, and this week I am drinking a delicious Ho Garden, a lovely white beer with coriander and orange peel. Ooh. And joining me today, we have coriander and orange. That sounds absolutely awful. Oh, it's divine. Big fan of Ho Garden, it's lovely. Uh, I'm John. I am drinking. I'm wi- I'm a wine. I'm never mm. a wine. I've gone all fancy. I've got a Sauvignon Blanc, which um is wine, and tastes um let me see, winey, um which is about as far as my criticism goes. And it's not actually uh, ascribed to all wines that I drink. Some of them do not taste winey. Some of them taste poor. <laughs> I like your scale of wine, John, which ranges from poor to whiny. <laughs> Feels like you stole that from me. Mm, sorry. Alan, <laughs> well, doesn't your scale run from drink that's in my house or hand and drink that's not in my house or hand? <laughs> there is no response. <laughs> we don't talk about that. That's a secret one. <laughs> you need to be worried, though, if you know, you're doing, you know, looking at the the paintbrushes sitting in the brush thinner and thinking hmm i could drink a paintbrush hey i found white spirits in a loft today hmm suspicious (laughs) (laughs) six bags of fertilizer and some blasting caps is it just me and john this week um and i'm mike mikey c and i am drinking uh something new to me it's a brew dog duopolis which is apparently an oat cream doh ipa i've got no idea how it's going to taste so i'm going to open it that wasn't even the real sound of him opening it, folks. That was definitely an edited in. I, I put it in post. Beer sound. Yeah, there's no, there's no beer. This is lies. Yeah, how does it taste? Bloody like? hellfire. That's nice. It's really fruity, kind of smooth and creamy. Um, that's really, really good. That is very easy drinking. I like that. Fake lip smacking too. <laughs> I'm actually, uh, Mike died three years ago. I'm actually a computer generated AI. Um, <laughs> You're doing a wonderful job. <laughs> Beep boop. Uh, and I'm Alid, and I'm drinking. It's a spirit. It's called white. It's it's a white spirit. Oh god! <laughs> no, it's red wine. So, what is the infinite escape room? A tired, drawn out, bad analogy. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well played. Thank you, you. Well, it's like any other escape room you may be familiar with. But this one stretches across all known themes, retail parks, and dimensions. And because it's infinite, there is no end. Every room in the infinite escape room links into the next in one big never-ending escape experience adventure. Each week, one of us will present a part of the infinite escape room, while the others try and solve it. If we don't escape within 30 minutes, then terrible things shall befall us. And if we break anything, we will lose our deposit, which this week is the contents of our fridges, saving only for a slightly furry round object that may once have been a lychee, but now seems to exist only as a source of an alternative life and possibly unfit for human consumption. Unless, of course, it's that time of the evening when you get the munchies and anything will give you sustenance. That's a hell of a deposit. Yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. 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 Then let's enter the infinite escape room. Last time on the Infinite Escape Room, we fell into Walter Miska's excellent Lizard in the Locker Room and retrieved our Komodo dragon back from the Holdenwood Hornets. Once free, we found ourselves back in the Grey Sand Desert. 
Grasped in John's fist is the dot matrix printout from Merv. Looking around, you can see Walter's book on the floor next to you. There is a large cactus with a space helmet jauntily perched on the highest stalk. Now that you're close to the cactus, you also spy a telephone box behind it. And your time starts now. What would you like to do? So the telephone box was obscured until we were close to, to the cat. Okay. Um. So I obviously have um listened to every single previous episode, obviously, um in detail, and thus know exactly what the dot matrix printout says. But just in case there's anyone listening who doesn't know what it says, what does it say? So the dot matrix printout that uh, you'll recall wafted from the uh, from the bowling alley. Um, mm has, without spaces, the words, danger, psychic bees. And then there's also like a little uh, a picture, a dotted picture of a pot next to it. Danger, psychic bees. Without spaces. Right. So, danger, psychic bees. Danger, psychic bees. Don't let me down and danger, psychic bees. Um, okay. Um, can we um, take a look at the, uh, the cactus and space helmet, please? Of course you can. So the cactus is sort of one of those um, typical Western cactuses with the, the, with the arms. And uh, it's, it's spiny, it's prickly, and uh, it's got four arms on it. And on the highest one is a space helmet that is perched jauntily. Wasn't there a spaceman a few episodes ago? It's been a bit of a recurring theme. Is it the same space helmet that that spaceman wore? I can neither confirm nor deny. That's a yes. Ah, that's a yes. Poor <laughs> spaceman. What an ignoble end. Is the head still inside the space helmet or is it empty? Um, it is not empty, but it doesn't appear to have a head in it. What containeth the helmet? Um, a bit of the branch. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what is that one, John? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so if there's nothing in the helmet then? No. <laughs> can I put it on? Uh, well, it's still on the cactus. Can I take it off the cactus and put it on? Now, even even for you, John, it is just slightly out of reach. But perhaps if you were to put Alid on your shoulders, um, you may reach it. All right, come on, half pint. Aye, aye, climbing up. <laughs> okay, so with uh, with Alid on John's shoulders, uh, you can reach the helmet. Uh, would you like to pluck it from its cactusy perch? Yeah, sure. I'll um, I'll just make sure I give it a good wiggle around first. Get any, uh, get any, any spikes, spikes out? Yeah, I was thinking embedded about that. into it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how cautious one could be about an imaginary helmet. Yeah, <laughs> well, that would hurt. Okay, so you uh, you now have the helmet. May I put it on? Uh, yes, you you uh, you put it on, and it's uh, it's slightly spacious. Mm. Oh, <laughs> oh, fuck you! <laughs> and, uh, and and as you breathe out, the window fogs up slightly. I've always wondered why they don't do that in space. Maybe I think they do. Like, I think they've got like things in there that stop them fogging up because that'd be a bit useless. Otherwise, it's windscreen wipers. Flip the visor and give it a wipe, is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, guys. I fucked up again. I'll just. <laughs> <laughs> My God, we lose sixty astronauts every day to this. <laughs> yeah, I think they've got like little air conditioning units in them. Oh. Um, um, I, I want to say they're actually little heaters. Yes, they are. They don't. Um, it's one of those sort of fun facts about space that actually they. Uh, no, no, oh, they're, no coolers, they're coolers. They're coolers. They're coolers. Little, they're little coolers. You get too hot in there, not too cold. Because mm. um, space, while being very cold, is actually terrible at conducting heat. Is that the the issue? Yeah, yeah. It's like super bad at conducting heat. So you you like you start to overheat. Yes, which is um, 
wonderfully bizarre. Anyway, um, having got the space helmet on, if I look around, does anything look different or am, am I just a man wearing a space helmet? Uh, everything is sort of ever so slightly distorted because of the the sort of the uh, roundedness of the Oh of my the window, God, does but... the earth look round now? <laughs> I always knew it was an illusion. But uh, but no, otherwise uh, it, it, the world is, is looking very similar to how it would be without the helmet. John, um, why don't you have a really good huff and puff in there? Just to see if your fogging up the inside of the helmet reveals anything <laughs> greased inside. Uh, no, you uh, you now cannot see out of the helmet at all. Okay, I'm going to take it off. You breathe a welcome breath of fresh air. Mm, deserty. Um, can we take a look at the phone box? What kind of phone box is it? Is it a sort of a red one? Classic? Um, so modern. it's it's very much uh, a British phone box, but more like the um, slightly more plasticky BT ones that uh, replaced oh, no. the red telephone box. Uh, it's got sort of uh, two glass panes on each side, apart from the back, and has floor to ceiling walls slash door. Any bits of notation on it? Uh, no, actually, there is no no markings on it whatsoever. It does say telephone box on top of it, um, and you happen to note that the door is padlocked. Oh, so we can't go in? With a 10-digit combination lock. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hang on. Okay, combination. Numbers or letters? Uh, numbers. I just That's think fine. which was which then. Yeah. That's fine. That's not a problem. Um, um, the telephone box is transparent, isn't it? You can see through into it. You can, yes. Is there a telephone inside it? Uh, there is a telephone inside it. What's the numpad on the telephone like? It's a standard telephone numpad. In fact, I am dropping one into the Discord chat so you can see it. Oh, God. How suspicious. Uh, okay, psychic, the bees thing. Need to alphanumericize oh. this. Oh. Okay, what, what did the dot matrix say again? It says, without spaces, danger, psychic bees. And it had a little sort of dotted icon of a pot next to it. D-A-N-G-E-R. A pot? E-S-Y. That's one, ten letters. A pot, as in a plant pot. Um, yeah, sort of like a like a ceramic sort of pot. Dangerous psychic bees. So, I mean, we're going to end up with more. Then so if we use dangerous psychic bees. We're going to end up with more letters, more 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 numbers. Sorry, than we can fit into our box. Ah, yes, but what if? Hang on, hmm. we work it out first, just because that's fun. So D is three, A is I've two. Got, I've got three, two, six, four, three, three seven. Yep. Seven again. Yep. Seven again. Lucky sevens. Lucky sevens. Nine, two, four, four, two, two. Can anybody else hear noisy typing? Yep. Yeah, me. I have a uh, Seven. That's my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Don't, don't, don't dial that number, people. Hmm. Right. That's uh, how, many, how many numbers is that? It's about 15, isn't it? Well, it's as many uh, numbers as there are characters in Dangerous Psychic Bees. It, uh, so I'm just wondering. Psychic Bees pot. Oh, I can confirm that the plus 32 area code would take you to the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, so John's Filipino cousin could uh, perhaps... Hurrah. Mm. Yes, that's does. <laughs> mm. Well, that's a keeper. <laughs> For the trial. God. Um, okay, so there's a uh, there was a pot on the dot matrix printout as well. I wonder what the significance of the pot is. Hmm. Um, we don't have all the letters for pot in Danger Psychic Bees. No. Um, I'm wondering if maybe there's something else we've missed that might give us the key to this. Um, 
Is there anything else we can see inside the phone box, Torben? Uh, no, not at this time. How about if we take a, a look uh, a look actually inside the helmet? Having a look inside of the helmet, you see a small uh, label in, inside of it that says Merv's Dry Cleaning, and it's got a telephone number. Would you like the telephone number? Yes, please. Oh, screw you, Ben. The telephone <laughs> I put on the helmet, you don't mention the label. God damn it. The telephone number is 01632209518. That sounds like an actual telephone number. It does. That's a Wales number, isn't it? 01632. 01632 uh, 20, what was it? Uh, 209518. Uh, 01632 is actually the, uh, the British area code for uh, TV. It's like a reserved area code. Is it? It is. Huh. Isn't that cool? Okay, so it's used. I'm going to phone that. I'm just checking who it belongs to before I ring that. It doesn't belong to anyone. Um, we've gone down the rabbit hole with this, haven't we? Shall we punch that number? Oh, that's more than 10, isn't it? Ah, yes, but mm. perhaps if we... Oh, wait, no. We wouldn't know what letters it was. Hang on, though, because... Take off the zero? Does that leave us with 10? Take off the zero one, I was thinking. Mm, why would you though? I mean, try. <laughs> I, I don't I, because on a mobile number it's plus forty four, and then you take away the O seven. Well, you, you don't take away the O seven; you take away the O. Oh yeah. Mm. Uh, damn. Hmm. Hmm. Let's think. Is there anything else, um, Ben? We we've kind of we've divested the cactus of its um, of its helmet cargo. Mm-hmm. Um, can we have a closer look at the cactus and see if there's anything else we've uh, we've missed around it? Uh, so you take a closer inspection of the cactus and uh, discern nothing interesting about it. But uh, Walter's book does catch your eye. Sorry? Ah, Walter's book. Yes. It was, it was a good book. So Walter's book is still there. We're 10 minutes down, guys. Um, we have a look inside the book. So you uh, you pick the book up and notice that there's a flathead screwdriver underneath it. You try to open the book, but it appears to be sealed shut. With anything we can discern or just won't open? I hope it just, just won't open. Can I prise it open with a screwdriver, like a paint pan? Um, you, uh, you, you press the screwdriver against the pages, and um, they start to sort of uh, crumple under the, the deposit. The deposit. Don't do that. No, no wait. Hold on. The... You pull away. Right. Let, ben, it appears that this is stuck fast. That's okay. fine. Hold on. I have an Are idea. Are there any flathead screws on the phone? Wait, box? Alice got an idea. Alice got an idea. I have an idea. Can we look on the back cover of the book? You can. Is there a barcode there with an IBAN number? There's an ISBN number, yes. Oh, for Perfect. fuck's sake. The ISBN number <laughs> is 10874268871. Which is 10 digits. 10874268871. Shall we punch that number into the uh, combination lock? Wheeling that combination into the combination lock unlocks it and you can open the door. Hey. Hey. Right, it's uh, time to dial that number. I just want to pause for a second and say that the actual ISBN is 9781087426877. The real ISBN. Just for anybody who's using this episode as a reference. So according to, according to Amazon, this is the actual ISBN 10 number. Oh, really? Oh, but there's two different <laughs> ISBN numbers, aren't there? There is. There's blood, bloody book oh publishers. God. Get with the programme. Right. Shall we dial the phone number into the telephone pad? I want to talk about ISBNs. Oh. Into the actual phone, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, let's let's do that. You, uh, you, uh, what are you going to do? Uh, dial we the dial. phone number in the yeah. um, for Merv's dry cleaning. So you uh, you punch the number in, but uh, God knows if anyone answers because you haven't lifted the receiver. <laughs> <laughs> Can I pick the receiver up? Do do I need to put in any money? 
you do need to put in some money. Would you like a description of the telephone first? That would be lovely, Ben. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> so standing inside of the telephone box, you can see a small shelf. Above the shelf is the telephone. There's a receiver on the left and the keypad, which is in the Discord, to the right. To the right of the keypad, there is a slot for a coin. Below that is the coin return uh, slot and the coin box, so the, you know, where someone would come along and collect the coins is underneath that. Uh, to the left of that, it says 20p, one minute. Um, where is the uh, pool of urine? You're not, you're not in London anymore, John. It's all right. It's all right. Hmm. Okay. Uh, no coins, though. Now, can I feel around at the top? Anyone left any coins on top there? There's no coins on top. Ooh, what about the coin uh, The coin return? Uh, you put your couple of fingers into the coin return, and indeed there is a 20 pence piece in the coin return. I still distinctly remember as a child finding a one pound coin in the coin return <laughs> wow. of a vending machine and it blowing my tiny mind. Yep. I found 20 uh, pence once at uh, in, in one of those, uh, the, the pay for weight machines at like pharmacies. That was pretty magical. It was only 20 pence. You should have like, spent it on chocolate. That would have been the ultimate. <laughs> well, I, ultimate I, found a, to that weight I found a fiver once. Just mm-hmm. crunched up so hard that you could barely discern. There was just that little particular shade of green that old fivers had <laughs> that you just sort of, your eyes sort of locked onto and went, oh, I know that shade of green. Mm-hmm. Money. Aladay, you're the only person who's not shared a find, finding small denomination currency. <laughs> I, uh, I found plenty of uh, shrapnel in the gambling machines on the ferry to Ireland. But it's yeah. back in the day when euros weren't a thing. And Ireland had its own currency, so I've got a few coins of that currency. Whatever Irish it pounds. Huh. Is that what they had? Irish pounds? Yeah, they had Irish pounds, British pounds and Irish pounds. <laughs> what a waste. And in France, they had French pounds. and <laughs> <laughs> But not America, because they have the metric system. <laughs> anyway, so we've got 20p. Can we um, please lift to the receiver, Ben? Mm-hmm. Um, is there a dial tone? Uh, th- there is not. I guess it's waiting for some money. Can I gently press my 20 pence into the aperture? Um, There's a euphemism. What happens? Uh, yes, so you, uh, as the 20 pence slips away from your grasp and into the machine, you hear a clonk and uh, you hear a dial tone. And can I please dial in 01632 You can do. After a short ring, a voice comes on the line and says, Hey, honey, key in your code. Oh no! Oh, okay. We know what our code is. Can we please punch in the code? And it's a bit long-winded. Can we put in three two six four three treble seven nine two double four double two double three seven? You hear a small beep, and the phone hangs up. You appear to have gotten the wrong code. Bollocks! Can we just? Um, mm. Can I eject mm. that twenty p quickly? Uh, no, it's gone into the coin bank. Crap! We've only got a minute. Shit. Oh, God. Shit. Wait, that means we can ring it back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Wait, the coin bank, how does that work? The, well, there's still a minute's credit worth on there. We haven't used a minute yet. Listening supposed- to the receiver, there is no dial tone. Oh, okay. Do we have to find another 20p? Well... No, wait. No. Oh, didn't you used to be able to um, dial somebody without any credit and make them take the... Oh, hang on. No, no, no. If you put the receiver down and hang up, you'll get some money back that was unspent, won't you? Uh, this one doesn't appear to work like that. Okay, shit. Thank you for I telling me. I reverse charge the call. <laughs> and how do you do a reverse charge? I don't know. You added something to the number, didn't you, at the end? Yeah, you put something at the beginning, then you had an operator pick up, and they would ring the person and go, are you willing to take this call and then pay for it? 
And didn't you used to ring uh, like 100 reverse and, and the reverse was the was the letters on the keypad? That, by the way, is not the reason that I've given you a keypad. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense though, because so Ben gave us a dot matrix printout of a pot and potheads are the people who <laughs> charge calls to other people because they're so busy spending all their money on drugs. Wow. Mm. That's a fine detective work there. Yeah, that's great. Psychic, what, what was it? Warning psychic, danger, psychic bees. That's got to be something. It's because they're buzzing all the time. Can I replace the receiver, Ben? You can do. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got 11 minutes and 40 seconds left, fellas. Mm -hmm. Um, mm. Oh, God. Um, Is there anything else in this phone booth of note? We've still got a flathead screwdriver. Are there any flathead screws on it? Oh, bollocks. What? (laughs) Yeah, Ben, the the little coin bank thing, the little coin box on there. Yes. Does that look like we could open it with a flathead screwdriver? There certainly appears to be a few scratches where somebody else has already tried. Would you like to give it a go? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, I'm right. Placing the flathead screwdriver between the chassis and the little cover, you give it a twist and the cover pops off. And there is your 20 pence piece. But okay. it doesn't fix the that issue. It doesn't, hold, right doesn't solve our problem, though. Hmm. Okay, so that was there to help us if we screwed it up. Um, what about... So we've used the ISBN number. Sorry, just quickly. It, surely it's there in, so you can unscrew yourself. <laughs> oh, you're such Sorry. an Oh, wow. <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> you're, you're going to a special hell, Ben. <laughs> oh, um, goodness me. Uh, mm. Mm. Pitch for pot. Oh, wait. Pot. Hang on. Pot on the keys would be... 768. Seven, 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 seven. Can we put our 20p in again, please? Uh, you can do. And when uh, it asks for our pass, post, post, post... Password. That's the sausage. Can we put in 768? You can do there's a small beep which seems to suggest you've uh, put the wrong one in and the dialed, uh, the other end uh, hangs up. Shit. Hmm. What are we missing? Dangerous psychic bees. There was a little shelf, wasn't there? Um, there was. Um, we didn't... I don't think we went, looked at what was on that shelf. Can we take a look what's on the shelf? Uh, there doesn't appear to be anything on the shelf. What about underneath the shelf? Having a little look underneath, there's a slip of paper that appears to be stuck there by some bubble gum. Okay. What does it say? The note has on it a small pot with honey written on it. And there are a set of numbers. Would you like the set of numbers? Yes, please. Oh, yeah, it was give us your password, honey. That's what she said. The numbers are 5, 17, 10, 2, 7, 15, 6, and 8. I mean, that definitely sounds like it's begging to be alphanumericized, doesn't it? Wouldn't be an episode of the Infinite Escape Room if we didn't alphanumericize the alphabet. I'm on it. A, B, C, D, E. Oh, wait, that screws it up. One hasn't got alphanumeric. What? Oh, wait, hang on. How is this going to... Oh, wait a minute. This isn't going to work very well, is it? Because there's multiple... Oh, no, we're uh, thinking of, like, just alphabetizing the... No, numericizing the alphabet. So, like... Uh, A is one, B is one two, C is three. Oh. So, if um, Alan, do you start at the bottom and I'll start at the top? No, you start at the, the first digit and I'll start at the last one. Right, Alan. And while they're doing that, I will, um... Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna... Good help, Major. Me, 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 and say goodbye. Me, 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 me. He looks sad in that video. Doesn't it's actually work, quite a good song. Um, no, me neither. I've got the last six letters. How many do you have? I've gotten up to that, so I've got E-A-G-A, and then there's a gap, I'm assuming, for the zero because there's nothing to relate to. And then you've got BGA, and then you've got yours bit then, haven't you? BGA? Yeah, no. Oh, okay. I got... Um, um, 
Why don't we just try putting that number in when she asks for the passcode? Yeah, shall we? Shall yeah, we right. Try that first. Time's <laughs> a second. Then so, we go uh, to the call again, uh, get to the point where she asks us, honey, for the code and then type in those numbers, please. So you're going to type in 5, 17, 10, 2, 7, 15, 6 and 8. Yes, I Yes, am. please. You get a little sound to say that, no, that is the incorrect one and the other end hangs up. Damn. Uh, Wait, can we ring it back? Obviously get the 20p with the screwdriver and ring it back. Yeah. And then when it asks for the code... Can we put in, rather than any numbers whatsoever, star and hash? That doesn't appear to do anything. Damn it. Okay, what are the numbers again? 5, 15. 5, 17, 10, 2, 7, 15, 6, and 8. If you, um, so if you convert those to letter of the alphabet, you get E, L, J, B, G, O, F, and H, which sounds a bit like Elgibagoof. Excellent. And presumably if we type the respective keypad numbers to that, we don't get anywhere. Okay, well let's let's try that. So that so would the respective be respective keypad numbers would be three, three five, five two five. Uh, three five five. No. Three five oh I'm sorry, you're right. Five yes. two four six three and Four. Okay, let's try again with three double five two four six three four. You get a sound that says that is not correct, and the other end hangs Damn up. It. Oh goodness gracious! Uh, are we overcomplicating this? I wonder. Yes, probably. Having said that, it's Ben, so maybe not six eight. We've got the book as well, but the book is sealed shut. I feel we've used the book. I think. Yeah. The ice cream. We've only got five minutes left. Um, ben, can we have a clue? Uh, so you have. Not yet used danger psychic bees. No, we have not. Um, okay, so if we if we use the keypad to um, numericize that, we get uh, three, two, three, two, six, six, four, six. three, treble seven. Alan's already tried that. Yeah, that didn't work. Funny me, that didn't work. That's the first thing we tried. Um, okay, what if we ask for numericize for the alphabet rather than the keypad? Oh Lord. Hmm, that seems like we're overcomplicating it. And we've got the, we've been given this lovely keypad. Mm, but that was the hint. And that seems like a jumping logic that we're not being asked to do yet. Um Ben sent us a message a minute ago. Yeah, it was the numbers. It was just the code. Psychic, danger psychic bees. Danger psychic bees. No spaces. No spaces. Yeah. Which seems crucial. See, for reasons you unknown. keep saying that because because if there were spaces that would be zero, wouldn't it? Yes, it would have to be, wouldn't it? So that leads me to think that we have to use it as a a key code because that's why there's no spaces. With less than four Mm -hmm. minutes, would you like another clue? Yes. Yes. Index. Do we have to index this against the alphabet? Wait. uh, The book. I know we think the book is done. You've used the book. We have used the book. We can't access the index. index Sorry, is there an index? Is there a phone book in the phone box? No. No, so, all you have left is the note with the code on, mm-hmm. or the, the the index on, <laughs> and Danger Psychic Bees. Sorry, the note with the index on? The 5, 17, 10, 2, 7, 15, 6, 8. Why are you calling that an index? Oh my god, we've got to look up against the index. In the book. What? Okay. Open. 
Um, the book's done. Okay, so, oh, I see. So if we use Danger Psychic Bees... Oh, no, shit. Uh, oh, mm, bleh. Okay, yes. No. Crap. No, <laughs> never mind. Um... What is so? But we've used the book. There's no, we've got no other written stuff. Um, because the hang on, the book's pages are sealed shut, aren't they? We can't get at them. But we, the book, the book is done, done, done. Mm. But we've got the book is done. Ben said we've got the note, the notes, and danger psychic bees. Um, and they are the bits that we need to proceed. Ben just referred to the note as the index. An index is something you look up against. So presumably we're looking at that index in order to solve danger psychic bees. So is it asking for the number, sorry, the letter that is that number? So for five, it would be asking for the fifth letter. For 17, it would be asking for the 17th letter. For 10, it would be asking for the 10th letter. Mm. Okay, oh, yeah, goodness. so it's obviously that, that then, for fuck's sake. Right, um, D-A-N-G... E is the first one. Um, 17's got to be the last, surely. One sec. N-G-E-R-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-B-E-E-S. Yeah, S is 17. So, N-G-E-E-S. Tenth D-A-N-G-E-R-P-S-Y-C. It's the tenth. Obviously, A is the... Is anyone writing this down? Yeah, I'm writing it down. <laughs> D-A-N-G-E-R-P is the seventh. Fifteenth, uh, uh, seventeen was S will be uh, E, the first E. Six, D-A-N, uh, D-A, fuck, D-A-N-G-E-R will be R. Uh, P-S and S will be the eight. Escapers. Okay, we pick up the phone. Oh, we put the three in. And we'll wait for the dial tone lady and then scream escapers at the top of our lungs into her ear. You seem to need to press some buttons rather than scream things Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, crap. Okay, so we press. Oh, shit, we're doing time. We press, we press three, seven, two, two, seven, three, seven, seven. You hear a voice on the other end of the phone say, Thank you. Your code has been accepted. Please wait for assistance. And you hear the other end hang up. Almost immediately, you hear the sound of a motor. A black taxi pulls up beside the telephone box and the back door swings open. Climbing in, you notice that the front of the taxi is obscured from your view. And as the door clicks up behind you, it locks and the taxi pulls off. And you've escaped. Oh, Jesus. 12 seconds to go. In hell. Wow. <laughs> oh, bloody hell. Ben, that was horrendous. <laughs> Bloody in. That was brilliant. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, I, I can't even one. remember what we did. Like, what <laughs> okay. was the answer? So the answer was that... Um, oh, we did take Danger Psychic Bees and then use the numbers we've been given to decode that. Yeah, so it was take the... We had 20-something letters in Danger Psychic Bees. Yeah, yeah. And we then used... We had 17. Oh, okay, we had 17. 17. And then the maximum value in the index was 17. So we then used 17 to look up Danger Psychic Bees, and then that gave us our... Yes, our code. At- our mistake was we hung on to Ilgibogoth, even though it had already been used. Mm. That was our mistake, because we'd already used that to get in to the um, phone box, hadn't we? The thing is, the thing with clues is half the time I feel that if you give too much, then it, it drastically gives things away. But maybe that's just for you as the uh, puzzle creator. 
But on the other hand, uh, giving too little, which perhaps I did, um, throws you in a direction that you don't actually want to go in. So uh, I kind of, when I said index, I didn't think, oh, books have indexes. Yeah, so we immediately went for the book, didn't we? Interesting. No, it, we it, it, book, it's even though we'd said it was done. It's very tough. I'm um, finding difficulty level. I've come a cropper with it before. Um, so I, I try to link things through. Uh, I don't know if you got it. So uh, you had Hey Honey on the telephone. That was good. Uh, the honey pot on the picture on the uh, on the index. Oh, the pot uh, and the pot uh, linked it, of course. And then the pot on the danger psychic bees. Hmm. Oh, so oh, when, when you said honey. pot, oh, when you said pot, I heard plant pot, not like a jar. Yeah, I was thinking pot like um, like a Winnie the Pooh honey pot. Oh yeah, God, I hadn't thought of that. I, I drew a plant pot. I actually like drew a detailed plant pot. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I had terracotta plant pot in my head firmly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was yeah me too. That says more about us, though. That was good. That, that yeah. was a really good puzzle, Ben. That was really. I mean, we, you definitely we needed the clues, but it was good. Mm, I think that's. We, we were going potty about it. I mean, what can we do? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. You can subscribe to us on all of your favourite apps, feeds, iTunes, and at our website, www.theinfiniteescaperoom.com. You can follow us and get in touch via Facebook and Twitter, at tier underscore podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, and we hope you did, we'd be much obliged if you'd leave us a bit of a review on iTunes or Facebook, as it's a massive help in reaching new audiences. And we're also on Patreon. If you'd like to support the show, head over to patreon.com forward slash The Infinite Escape Room, where we have a number of tiers sporting perks such as shoutouts, access to unedited episodes, and more. We love you lots, and we hope to see you next time in another Infinite Escape Room. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye.